You're listening to Frankie Boy Radio. That the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Letting America take a deep breath. Good evening and welcome to Frankie Boy Radio. I'm your host, Josh Urban, and it is Friday evening, March 27th. I was uh, thinking about what I was going to say today, and I was drawing a blank. I was cleaning up my shop. I said, oh, and then I remembered what I was thinking on my walk this morning. I said, oh, I've got to tell everybody this. Now, I certainly hope there's a wide variety of people listening to this podcast, but it is designed primarily for my senior buddies, my wise friends who have survived many hardships and are probably feeling a little bit cooped up right now. So I think an interesting point that I've heard recently about how important social interaction is, is that is that we remind each other of ourselves. So if I walk around with my underwear on my head, somebody's going to raise an eyebrow and I'll know that's not the same thing to do. But if nobody's around, well, I might start to think that's normal, right? Now, of course, this is a silly extreme example, but we're constantly giving each other cues of what's of who we are, how we should act, all these things. And we usually think of that as a bad thing, but it's actually in times like this we realize it's it can be a good thing and we can help each other remember who we are. So I wanted to talk to people today who, well, everybody's really kind of feeling shut in now, but this is this is a message um especially for my my mature audience. So isn't it funny about how we get these little cues all the time over and over and over? I don't think they're intentionally malicious, but they're very corrosive and eroding to hear. With the whole virus thing, everybody keeps talking about the vulnerable population. The elderly are vulnerable. The vulnerable, vulnerable, vulnerable. We're keeping you safe because you're vulnerable. Well, sure, there's scientific accuracy to, you know, a, a man in his 30s is probably less likely to be affected by it and all that stuff. But you hear that enough times and you start to take it as truth. I have a different perspective, or I'd like to offer one. Through my travels, I get to meet a lot of people with cool stories and want to share a couple of these with you real quick, just so you see the context. This is going somewhere, so just, just bear with me a moment. Uh, one time I was down in Richmond and I was doing a show and it was all done. I got to talking with this gentleman who had a World War II cap on. So uh, I'm very curious about that period of history. So I got to talking with him and we were talking quite a while. And he was telling me about when he was in the forests of Germany as a young man. Him and his buddies, there was, I think he said about six or eight of them had a couple of bazookas and they would creep up behind the Germans and fire at one of their tanks and then scatter. Then they would creep up behind them from a different position, fire at one of their tanks and then scatter and hide in the woods. They gave the illusion that there was a huge force of them. If the Germans had realized there was only eight of these guys in the woods, they would have just turned them, turned around and wiped them out. But they were clever about this and they got the Germans on the run. 
as this gentleman is telling me the story, and we're talking for quite a while, the nurse comes in and says, oh, there you are. I thought you had escaped. Ha! What a cool fella, right? Here he is, he's still kicking butt. Still sticking it to the man. I was talking to a gentleman recently. Normal fella, and I asked him what he did. He used to coach football. He seemed to have a, a very, very disciplined approach to things. I said, hey, you know, did you ever serve in the military? He said, yeah, yeah, I served in Korea. I was in the infantry. We're talking a little bit. He said, have you ever heard of Heartbreak Ridge or Porkchop Hill? I said, uh, no, I'm ashamed to say I, I don't know. He goes, well, I was at both of those. I said, well, look it up. So I ended up looking it up. Can't imagine anything more like hell on earth. So Porkchop Hill, apparently, according to what I saw on the internet, <laughs> was this place that was controversial even back in the 50s because people didn't know why they were fighting. They were trying to work out peace negotiations. And these guys had ended up taking the hill from the Chinese and then the Chinese took it back and they would attack in the middle of the night in a monsoon rain in trenches doing hand-to-hand -hand combat. Can't imagine anything worse. And here's a Glenn Miller fan who's a former football coach. Just normal guy doing this. Talking to another friend who was grew up a coal miner's daughter. Her father immigrated from Slovenia uh, in the around 1920, came over here, worked in the mines, went back home, then came back. The unionization push started to happen, so he was smart enough to realize that there was unrest and trouble in the land, so he moved his family to Utah before the Ludlow Massacre, and then came back and eventually had my friend, who was telling me this, her mother died when she was two, and she ended up being mostly raised by her older sisters. She was telling me uh, how uh, what life was like in a little town out west, and how she would get two dresses per school year. I could go on and on about all these people who the media keeps saying are the vulnerable population. Yes, of course, we want to be careful, but I would like to remind anybody who's listening in of who you truly are. And you've come through so much, no matter who you are, everybody has a story and everybody carries a heavy load, whether it's in trenches on a mountain in Korea or just a normal suburban person. I'd like to remind you of who you are and how strong you are. Not to, not to let things get to you because you've survived so much and you've come so far and you got this. I just want to offer you this encouragement and how your perseverance inspires anyone who's watching. So just want to give you that little nod and say, carry on, carry on, well done and keep up the good work. So now, America, 
my brave listeners. It's time to take a few deep breaths. Let's breathe in to a count of four. Have a nice gentle pause at two and then exhale for a count of four as well. We'll do that five times as is our custom. Get comfortable and here we go. Inhale, one, two, three, four. Pause, one, two, exhale, one, two, three, four. Pause, inhale, one, a little slower, two, three, four. Pause, one, two, exhale, one, two, three, four. Inhale, one, two, three, four. Pause, one, two, exhale, one, two, three, four. Inhale, one, two, three, four. Pause, one, two, exhale, one, two, three, four. Last one, inhale, one, two, three, four. Pause, one, two, exhale, one, two, three, four. Ah, you know, I didn't actually breathe through that whole thing. I was too busy counting. Gotta catch up. Reminds me of that time I was, it happened to me when I was a teenager. I'd be on the phone with a girl I really liked and I would, bad things would happen because all of a sudden I'd listen to myself talk. You know, you've done that before, right? You start talking, you're like, who is this person talking? Oh, I bet they're gonna mispronounce that word coming up and sure enough, that happens. And then I would forget to breathe out. And this would be a problem because I'd be talking and breathing in and breathing in and breathing in. And I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to do now. So I'd have to like lean away from the phone and go, ha. All right. Breathe regular and we'll see you tomorrow.